the king of COVID. Spoken yeah. <laughs> of swabs. King of syrups. Crazy. Yo, my boy was the knight in shining night will. Like, yo, welcome back, man. Welcome back, bro. It, it, mm-hmm. We'd be happy to welcome have you back, bro. You know what I'm saying? Steve, this one's for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? After a long eight hours of COVID, you made it back. And now you are here. Oh, it, was, it was more than eight hours, but, you know. Oh, shit. Okay. This part of the pod. Is well, how do you feel? Long. How are you feeling? Did you see? You did you see? You, you missed that whole thing. Did you? Did you look up? Tuesday. Did no. you see? Yeah, you didn't even. Still here. He just took still a stepping. swig. He took a swig. How like, many? How many? Like, yo, listen. Show must go on. How many so. have you finished? Bottles. <laughs> I was, I walked, I walked into, I walked into the pharmacy and I was like, bottle, bottle, bottle service. Yo. Bottle service. Wow. quill poppy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I got uppers and downers. That's what I call it. It's uppers and downers. I got to stay up and then I got to go down. So. That's crazy, bro. Um, wow. I really am. I, the only what I will say though, I'm happy that you're in good spirits, and happy that you don't appear to be <laughs> under the weather. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw, I saw your mixtape with the. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with the. So it's cool. I seen the rollout, and you know, rightfully so. You should probably receive compensation for. <laughs> the, the amount you've consumed to this point. Yeah, nah, I bought some. I bought stock earlier in the in the uh, in the day, so they, they should have gifted yeah. that to you. Yeah, when, um, when the when the earnings results come out, it's going to be up for for VIX. It's going to be up for the steel household. So <laughs> what's in your cup? To be up for VIX, baby. We happy you're here, bro. We happy you're here. Uh, what are you drinking? Tea. Yeah. Okay. Um, Is- no special additive. Is that all right? Are there any additives in your tea? No, no, no. Just honey. Tea and honey. I take my, my dick straight, and then I'm just sipping the honey so I can speak. He does his drugs and doses. Because mm-hmm. he takes his dick straight. Like Fuji said. All right. Shout out to King Hendrix. Um, so, again... Welcome to another episode of Unhinged the Pod. I'm Josh, accompanied by two very important people, Mr. Steele and Present. Ms. Tuesday. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hola. First and foremost, before I go any further, I do want to say rest in peace to the victims of that terrible tragedy. At Uvalde, that shit is ridiculous. There's no place for that in society. Humans should be treated as humans, and that shit is ridiculous. It's uh, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. 
it, it I know it you is. two have kids, and I'm pretty sure that it sent your minds racing, and your heart rate went through the roof for a bit because nobody wants to have those types of thoughts as their kids go to get education. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, just, yeah. yeah, for sure. Especially like my kids now, t- tomorrow's the last day. This week has kind of been, you know, the fun week, right? You do a full year of school so that you can yeah. have this last week of just movies, candy, awards. Like it's all about fun, right? And um, mm-hmm. for that to happen, for other things in the household, for sickness, for it's just been like a real been a rough week for sure um and it was hard to just to send the kids in today honestly i i gave them every chance in the yeah. world to stay home i gave them every chance in the world to stay home yeah. Yeah. and they just did it they didn't want to they, they wanted to go in i mean if it was any other week i probably just would have kept them home um but i also didn't want to ruin their fun you know covid took a you know yeah big chunk out of their, their week. And as parents, you always try to do whatever you possibly can to make your kids happy um, within reason, of course. But outside of being happy, you want to keep them safe. And when you see those things out there, the first thing you think of is someone's not, someone's not coming home tonight. And that's, that's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It is, yeah. Same thing for me with mine. Like, I literally wasn't going to send them to school. If my oldest didn't have exams, they weren't going to school today. And even when I picked my youngest up, talking to the teachers, like, they moved the after-school program. They moved all the desks towards the front door. Like, any entrance into the school, the doors were locked. You had to have an ID and show who you were to even get in the door. And that's not something they've been doing all school year long. So they put those protocols in place and just talking to them about what they thought needed to be done. And they were talking about, you know, having security guards at the school and having metal detectors at the schools and stuff like that. So they were there. They're pretty they're shaken up as parents are. Some of them are parents themselves, too, but they're shaken up as parents are having to, to even deal with that. So. But, yeah, definitely, definitely something that's tough. And I had a conversation with my little girl about it because the news came on. She heard about it. She saw it. And. I was explained to her, and of course, as kids, she's asking you, who was it, where are they from, and all these questions, but just asking her if she understands what happened and what she needs to do, what she could do, but you can never really prepare a seven-year-old for something like that, right? I was listening to the um the Democrat, I can't know what state he's from, Chris, some Murphy, I think it's Chris Murphy, and he was talking about how, um you know, we have all these leaders in these positions in the Senate and they're voting even today. And it's just like, what are you here for? Like, what are we here for? What is their purpose, right? We put these people in these positions to be leaders for our states and be leaders for our, for us and to represent us. But what is your purpose if you can't even protect children in a school? If you can't come to common ground on what needs to be done, because you can't stop guns, right? People kill people, guns don't kill people. So you can't really stop guns. You can do all the reforming that you want. If I want a gun, I can get a gun. But how do you protect children? How do you protect people on an everyday basis? Like, how, how do you do that? And they yeah. just can't seem to come to common ground. And it's been too many mass shootings, way too many mass shootings. I heard something 
that um <clears throat> that gave me a different perspective and briefly it was basically along the lines of let's say the let's say the democrats try to pass something right um what happens is it comes in in the big the big bold print right and that's the that's the that's what we're doing but what they try to do at times is add little caveats to that particular you know that particular agenda right mm-hmm. so now when you try yeah. to slide slide stuff past the other party you've already lost their trust because this is what we discussed this is what we're talking about this is the principle and here you are we're here we're you know we might not like you or care for what you have going on but this is what we agreed to slide an extra shit in and now we have a still yeah. right so it leaves a bad taste in yeah. half the half the house's mouth and then the other half is trying to convince them that they're inhumane and then whoever gets to a microphone first gets to say hey these guys don't want to agree to anything they're unreasonable people you know what yeah, I mean? that's that's a very common practice in political theater is hiding um Mm-hmm. Hiding your agenda items into different bills and having these different caveats already into different bills, and that's why a lot of stuff just either gets takes too long to get pushed through. Um, I watch a lot of news, and I am not super political, but I watch a lot of news just from happenstance. And whenever they're talking about, oh man, there's, there's so much already like baked into this bill, there's so much into this bill. That's what they're talking about. Talking about all these little caveats and all these other pieces. So you always try to hide something in there. Both parties do it. Everybody does it, but it really holds it up. Um, holds up good legis- legislation passing through. But again, it does. It matters what side of the fence you fall on. Josh, what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about Miami. Um, you know, sports teams rarely get involved on that level. Um, so, mm-hmm. as they were doing the announcements and everything, they put up all the information to contact your local senator to tell them about passive common sense gun control. That's taking a stance, right? That's that's not sugarcoating yeah. it. That's that's you know, this is the information that all eyes are on us, all eyes are on this screen, all eyes are right here, right now. This is what we're saying, this is how we feel about it. And that's getting the message out there. Yeah. Nationally televised game. I had never seen that before. More recently, I haven't seen it that recently. So that was that, yeah. was, that was good for me. I'm glad they that. did do that. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's pretty cool. They did that. Take action. Yeah, for sure. So, absolutely. Now that we have given our thoughts on that particular issue, it brings me to another issue that. Just doesn't sit quite right with me. So I have a question to pose to both of you. Um, have either of you ever dealt with someone who you thought was a friend, but come to find out they had their own agenda and they're not really a friend at all. 
And how long did it take for you to kind of see that? <clears throat> nah, because that's usually me. I'm definitely going to curse this <laughs> Definitely cut this episode. Prepare yourself mentally. Okay. Nah. Put the children away. Cut. I know. <laughs> it's a great. Nah, I'm only saying that because on the sales side, that's just kind of what you end up doing. You end up befriending people with an agenda. But it's business relationships kind of. Yeah, that's, that's how they work. That's what I'm saying. That's the only reason I was saying that. Um, damn, I haven't been in that situation before. Or maybe I have, but I'm also just usually the biggest asshole in the room. So. Yeah, so. It doesn't really. So. Yeah. You're, you're a special type of guy. You might not even notice like, what's going on. The room, you might not even get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually don't. That, that yeah. becomes a problem. Chances are you don't care. Um, Tuesday, what about you? That's funny. I was telling I was telling my daughter tonight. I think I told you this too, Josh. Like at my big old age, I'm just not really feeling. Like you hear it and you understand it, you know it, but I'm just not really feeling. The, the concept of you have to give relationships and people time before you call them a friend or a lover. Like you have to give these things time to breathe. Like I have a very, very weird thing with men and my resolve or my feelings at the end of everything is not the end all be all for everyone, right? right? I just have this thing where I think men need to be men. Like you don't get to, for me, you don't, Maybe specific. I don't want to say be men. Like I know what being a man is. Men being men to me, I need dudes to like really have a bit more respect and understand what it is when dealing with a woman and when dealing with each with each other. Um, I have this thing with females where my tolerance level with females is a lot lower than it is with men. Because no offense, I think a lot of times you guys aren't as smart as we expect you to be or as smart as we think you are in a lot of situations. I think you guys are more emotionally um immature than we are. I think you guys don't really always deal with your emotions full blown. Um, I know we touched on this before and you know still you, you let us know that you, you cry through you know your situation Time. when you need to, which was very respectable and appreciated. Sure. You know, the honesty was appreciated. But I think with with guys, like when things happen with guys, it's like, you know what I'm saying, okay, or whatever. Or you guys have your little like quick ways of dealing with little situations like that. Whereas with females, these conniving skanks will go behind. No, I thought I was going to cut. These conniving skanks will go behind your back and do all these little teeny weeny tiny whiny little things. Like they'll do all these little conniving little things. It blows my mind how deceptive we are sometimes. Like all these little things. All I ever think to myself is like, sis, when you were opening your mouth to tell this story, when you were making a decision to be this person. Did you not recognize that at our big old ages, we as adults, we're all going to either have a conversation or somebody's going to confront somebody and realize that you're the common denominator. You're the liar. You're the problem. You're the one that's creating a narrative that doesn't exist and causing all these little branches of unnecessary drama. And then you get caught. You get caught, right? When you get caught, you deflect like it's nobody's business. You deflect so hard, like you need to be on somebody's basketball team. Like your defense is tight. And you believe what you're saying. I'm saying like, 
like you believe what you are saying and even if you you know you're on your by yourself sometime and you have a, a, a mental check where it's like okay you know what i don't even think you have mental some people have mental checks i think it's literally just like well you know they're ganging up on me or it's like you know well i didn't say this or i didn't mean this like at what point as adults do we take accountability like and even if you don't recall if you value people you find the decency to say you know what i don't remember this but i do apologize if yeah, I think you're asking females. a lot. My tolerance level with females. <laughs> I think you're asking a whole lot. My tolerance lot. level with females. Oh, see, am I? I don't really? think I don't think that's a lot to ask, and I say that because so. if you if if you are running around claiming to be an adult, right? There is some level of self awareness that you should have. You should be able to own your piece of what you've contributed to, right? If you said something, you should be able to say, yeah, I said that, yeah, I fucked up, right? It's, it's literally that simple. I misspoke. I didn't know mm-hmm. everything. I just, I was speaking. You know, I apologize. People respect that more so than running with the shit you saying and then trying to justify, you know what I mean? And you're not even speaking on facts. These are these like baseless like statements. You know what I mean? So you're speaking and you're it's hard for people to see your end game. You know, you you, you claim to be friend to people, but it's difficult for people to see that because Everything you're doing looks so sabotaging. You know what I mean? It's like like the refs in some of these yeah. these playoff games. Like, what call is that? What are you doing right there? What is that? Like, I, told you, I, I told you what that's about. But <laughs> yeah, nah. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But that's how that's how that's how it feels to 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 the people that are involved in a situation, you know what I mean? And, and the thing is, like, these are real lives. This isn't a TV show. This isn't, like, something that you're going to put on Netflix later and, you know, have other people casted for our roles. Like, this this is life, you know what I'm saying? And and to, to, to do some of the things that are so sneaky and kind of, and, and really underhanded, tasteless and tacky, you know, it, it really just makes you question a person's character. Like, you really a piece of shit. But you're moonlighting as a good friend. You really ain't shit. Yeah, but you... You ain't shit. Yeah, it's just... It's tough. I've been yeah, there. People always will. will you give them enough time, they'll show you who they really are. Especially in tough situations, right? So everyone can be friendly, can be cordial for you know, early parts of the relationship. But there's always mm-hmm. going to be cracks and there's certain things that are just going to have situations, right? You put yourself in enough situations with that person, true character always shines through. She can be ugly, man. Sure. She can get real ugly real quick. Um, yeah, it can. It's sad because, you know, I, especially I when you're know. looking at it, that person mm-hmm. to be a certain type of individual. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's also the perception that they're showing you, yeah. but you make your own decisions. Shit's ugly out here. That's true. That's true. It's just like for me, it's just like really, really shitty, man. Like I don't maybe I saw too many like gladiators and Thors and Troys and stuff. Like to me it's just really, really shitty. Like where's your code? Like Word. what is your code? What are you standing ten toes on? Right? Lies. I'm serious. Like, what is your code? You don't have to have like a bunch of different things that you like, you know, but for different scenarios in life, you have to have at least some kind of code where you stick to and stand true to yourself. Otherwise, you're just bumbling through life just just stupid and you're going to get played. Even if you don't say out loud, like, okay, I'll use you. You're going to hurt people. And and some of us have hands. And we will throw Mm -hmm. these hands, right? Right? And you wonder why you don't have successful relationships with people and you blame others. You're the common denominator. It was funny, like, I was talking to my daughter's dad yesterday, and he said to me, oh, he was being funny, I think. <laughs> he was being funny. And I said something to him about marriage, because he's engaged, something to him about marriage. And he said, you know what? He said, why are you still single? You're the common denominator in all these relationships that you've had. I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> But I'm not the problem. <laughs> oh, man, so... But he thinks he's funny. He's not. He's not funny. He's, really he's not funny. petty. The thing of it is, right? He is a correct. The thing of it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all left that part out. Y'all left all that out. That man is accurate. Got him. What, what, what he said was accurate. <laughs> That's funny, though. Absolutely right. But it's like with people, I think we just literally make things too complex. But when it comes to like, there are some guys that I know of, they don't they don't play around with other guys when it comes to their respect. They don't play around with other guys when it comes to like, you know what I'm saying, like the loyalty types. They just don't. And I know some guys are like that. So if I was to use you, for example, still, even though we've never met in person, don't use me. You is, I think your loyalty <laughs> and your devotion is to your family. Yes, I'm going to use you. I think your loyalty and your devotion is to your, your your wife and your children, right? I think nothing is going to, you're going to stand firm and strong, not just saying like, I'm a dad, I'm a husband. Like you're going to stand firm and strong for your wife and your children. There's no end all, no job. There's nothing that's going to get in the way of that. That is your, 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 that's your, what, what is, whatever the word is I'm looking for, I can't find it, right? But that, that's your, your, your true north, mm-hmm. right? That's your thing. That's what it is, right? Like me, my children are my true north, right? My relationship with people, true meaningful relationship, those are the things that help me stay the course. So when I meet people and I start getting to know people and we start having conversations, I understand anybody can tell you anything and people will show you who they are. But what is, what is the most disappointing thing to me is whether we're going to continue to be friends or have a relationship or not, your inability to just say, you know what? Let's fuck up. That blows my mind. You can be wrong. You can make a mistake. And even when it's brought to your attention and you are told, hey, take yourself out of yourself for a moment and recognize the damage you could have caused, whether it's a friendship or relationship, recognize the damage that you could have caused because you don't know. Everything coming out of your, out of your mouth, the speculations, well, what if, what if? Nah, dealing the reality of what you know you've done. Even if I don't know, only you and Jesus know. Right? You know what you've done. You know where you went wrong. Own it. It's so much more respectable, like Josh says, to own it and say, you know, and even if I decide not to fuck with you no more, that's just what it is. But I will respect you so much more 
I would leave and respect, have that respect for you so much more knowing that, hey, you know what? I don't feel like I can trust you because of my, you know, who I am, but I respect you telling me the truth and it's no hard feelings. You don't do that. Now when I see you, I'm just waiting for you to say something stupid. That part. So I'm still it's still a little it's still a little petty in, in everybody. We all still have it. But I'm just waiting for you to just pop off because you you talking real greasy, like I'ma stand ten toes and I'm this and I said what I said. All right. You put a finger gangster, you know, like you want the phone real with a cuff. Right? And I'm too old to be getting into bra yeah. into brawls. I'm saying like I'm too old to be getting into brawls. Um, to something you said just now, um, it makes it gives me cause to pause, right? And I say that because when mm. when I see a person who isn't capable of owning their part, or you know sticking to what they've said and and just taking accountability for what they caused or had the potential to cause. And as a, and instead of removing themselves from the situation, they they kinda stick around. They want to hang around to see what happens. You know? Like they always want to see how the movie ends. Uh, not always, but in this particular instance, this person wants to see how this movie ends, right? And there's so many different things that mm. go into how this could potentially end up that it's just fascinating to that individual. So it's, it's in a sense, it's like being in a passenger seat in a car, maybe one or two car lengths back, watching a potential accident. You know what I mean? You're expecting a catastrophic incident. And you can't wait to see what happens at the end of it. But you wanna you wanna see just so that you could say, hey. I saw this, 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 and that, and boom, this is this is my version of the story. You, you have a version, but your version, what does it really matter? You know what I mean? And and that's kind of the part of the story where it just gets a little a little foggy for me because what you're not really adding any value to a situation. And if you're walking around calling people friends, you really shouldn't be doing certain things. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be, you shouldn't go around misquoting. You shouldn't go around repeating things you heard, thought you heard, things that never, you know, were never said or whatever the case is. Because now what you're doing, like you said. Yeah, you're embellishing a lot. Yeah. You're you 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 taking the creative reins here and and you trying to cause this accident that you've been trying to create and you can't wait to tell the story of of what happens. You know what I mean? So that type of stuff always just um, 
it, it, it tells you a whole lot about a person. So, you know, oh, and like you said before, once you give a person some time to kind of talk and, you know, feel their way around and kind of get familiar with their surroundings, you make them a little comfortable, they're going to tell them themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there you, there you have it. You know, a beautiful night there. You know what I mean? Like, you're smack dab in the middle of bullshit that is like, why, why are you here? And then you should probably ask yourself, why am I here? You know what I mean? You're, I do know what you mean. I do. I do. It's just... For me, it's a, it's a two-part thing with it, too, right? I'm like, some people, people just are innately who they are. You have to actively want to change certain things, right? And there's so many different personalities out there in the world. You have people who always have solutions to everything. Everything that you say, they have a solution to it, right? Uh, you have people out here who literally just, they never see their fault. They don't ever want to be wrong. You have people out here who are good people. The thing with the word friend is... It's not something that you should take lightly when you, you meet people. And people now say, you know, I have associates. I don't have friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I saw a, um, a reel the other day that said, you don't need a bunch of friends. Just give me three bad motherfuckers and we can take over a whole country. <laughs> the dude, I think it was a dude from The Sopranos that said it. And I thought that was that's like mad accurate because my pops used to tell me like, yo, you do not need a whole bag of friends. You find five people that will stand behind you no matter what. You find a handful of people that you can truly call your friends that they'll show up for you. They'll be accountable for you. They'll, they'll do whatever for you. They're there. They'll tell you the truth. They're not going to lie to you. They'll party with you and they'll cry with you. You turn up in your church, so to speak. And that's mm-hmm. all you need. So I, th- I know a lot so of times with females, like we get so burnt out with each other. It, it is. But with females, a lot of times we get so burnt out with each other and a friendship is like any other relationship. You cannot take what happened to you from your past. You can't take whatever you got burnt with into a new relationship with a new female as your friend if you, if you really want to build a friendship. Right? What we talk about, that respect has to be there. right? That confidentiality and that trust has to be there. And if it's me and you and you have an issue, you come to me with your issue. But like, if it's like me, you and somebody else, like we sisters, we get in together and we're going to discuss this. That has to be the code that we stand on. We will stand for each other. But, like, I don't know. Again, maybe I've just seen too many Viking movies and stuff. Like, Ben-Hur was one of my favorite movies when I was younger. So maybe I just watched that too much. I mean... There was a lot of betrayal in that movie, too. So, you know, like, this, but it's, I mean, it's got to be some kind of code you have for yourself, man. Like, stop like stop playing yourself. A lot of... It has to be. I, I'm a, a firm believer in that. I, just, I, I think a lot of us... See, do our best to see the, the good in people, right? And in yeah. doing that, you're you're more willing to take on this friend, right? For lack of better term, new a new friend, mm-hmm. associate, whatever you decide to call that person, right? But you're more willing to. Pick up a pick up a friend because it's like ah 
We have similar interests, backgrounds, somewhat similar. You know what I mean? Like, pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Introduce me to different things. and we can, You know what I'm saying? We can, we can explore shit. You know what I'm saying? Go see some mountains or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're working on mm-hmm. building that foundation. And it, it just gets really dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because along the way, <laughs> you, you start to notice things that you just, you're not too, too fond of. And when stuff like that happens, I kind of, I consider the source, right? Like, I've heard what your opinion of a particular person may be, right? But now I consider the source. I look at the other things that you've said before. I kind of line that stuff up and try to see how accurate the things are that you say. You know what I mean? I try to assess whether or not you have a personal agenda. I try to see if, you know, you have any ill will towards that particular individual. I try to figure out what took place yeah. in the past. And, you know, it, it's a it's a puzzle for, you know, for all intents and purposes because there are a lot of pieces that you're not going to be given, but you have to find those things. You know what I mean? And it's like the more you know, the more you know. So now if you're calling someone, you know, your homie or whatever the case is, but as soon as they turn around, you go tell your other friend, a story about them, and you throw dirt all over their name. I mean, is that really your friend? You know what I mean? And you want to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. You want to do stuff with them. You want to go go do this and go do that. What are you building for? Are you building a RICO case? Like, what, you know, what? what is it that you're working on that, that, that you... That you I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. I get confused easily. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get that, man. I don't get that. I'm confused. I, I get that confused myself. easily. I, I think I'm, I'm nah, such that, a literal that, person. That's, that's nuts. It's just it, it, it's disheartening. And it's nothing. But there's nothing wrong with being a literal person, right? It's, it's not. It's not. The thing up to me, and maybe I'm misunderstanding the concept of what it is. To me, a literal person is somebody you have to be straight with. Like, this is what it is. That's it. Right? It, it's almost like you don't live in the gray. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of when I think of a literal person. That's, that's what comes to mind. And it's nothing wrong with it. But for me, you have to understand that everybody is not. Black people kill me with this. And I'm going to attack the entire American black community. What? They kill me with this. Listen. Yes, I am. Everybody cannot be exactly what you think they are because you've seen this scenario before. Yeah. I think that it's such a lazy way of treating people. Mm-hmm. I hate it's a lazy way of treating people. You see a big booty girl come into your job with braids in her hair. You automatically want to put, put, put a perception of her. Perception is reality. is one of the most flawed things that we Absolutely. do to one another as people. Absolutely. I hate it. When I say I hate it, I hate it. With a passion. You cannot, because you see somebody that's attractive, well dressed, and like the finer things in life, means they're a gold digger. You can't, because you see somebody who might get drunk and come on top of a bar and let loose, 
that person is going to church on Sunday, going to take the church group to the picnic on Sunday afternoon, going to the house to get the kids ready for school Sunday night, but taking the kids to school every day, Monday through Friday, taking them to ballet and everything afternoon. And on the weekend, she's going to bust a split on top of that bar. Hey, that's her time. Let people who they are. Can I, can I ask something? Can I ask something? I just want to, I want to add a word to that statement. Perception, your perception is your reality. It creates your reality. It's not reality point blank, period. You know what I mean? It's not the end all be all. It's not the final word. It's not the you know, it's not the last the last say or whatever you want to call it. Your perception creates your reality. But you have to be willing to walk that shit back if you understand what's going If you can read the room, not many of us are good at that. Not many of us are decent at that. And then there are those of us who don't give a fuck what the room sees or, or has to say. You still go in there saying whatever, acting however, and you're doing yourself a great disservice. You know what I mean? You're alienating yourself. You're missing out on a lot of potential opportunities. There are so many different things that are out there in the world for us to experience. But there are few. It only takes a few instances to uh, to destroy those opportunities that we had no idea existed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like mm-hmm. we're watching Salt, and you know, someone has someone is just about to get out, or the keys just just of their reach and they just you know they go do some underhanded shit and then they get their self killed when all you had to do if you did the right thing when it came down to it shit y'all all walk but here we are facts big facts big facts and it's just it's just what it is that people remember. We have we we talk about grace a lot on this pod and it's just like yo get off of folks. Like you will never know who you are until you make mistakes, until you go down the wrong road. Like that's how this works. Mm-hmm. Being goody good good is not gonna teach you everything you need to know about yourself. Being right, being good, being all these things, that's not how it works. Take it from experience. Me. Experience. And every other person that's gone through something that you might have gone through. It's not saying every situation is similar or the same, but trust and believe. Here are some fundamental facts about life. You have to do the wrong thing to learn about what's right. Mm -hmm. You can be told what's right, and that's perfectly fine, but it may not have worked for someone else, and it may work for you. And as cliche, as crazy as that statement may sound, sometimes you have to go down the wrong path to learn what is right. That dude that your friends told you, your mother told you, or whoever told you to avoid he may have been the best thing since sliced bread, or he may be a worse nightmare. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So you have to follow your path and make your decisions. And in doing so, you should have people around you that are not going to let you go astray, but at the same time are not going to hold you to a, your foot to fire for living. Like, come on, man. Like, no. And with females, like, yo, when we fellowship, oh, my God. When you get a pack of women together that's really clicking. That's a dangerous group. There's nothing like it. 
dangerous group. Man. It's an amazing group. It's nothing like it. That a pack of women dangerous. together that man. really vibe. It's amazing. It's amazing. We move mountains, man. We 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 move some shirts. We do things. We get things done. Like my girlfriends, I go to Carnival with. I think the other day I told them my water heater went out. The first thing B said was, "How much you need?" I'm just getting out my statement, but thank you. Yeah. First thing out of my mouth, that's my dog, right? We need to get these tickets for these sets for Barbados because we're talking about going to Barbados. They're like, okay, we need to do this, this, that, and the third. Well, I can't get into the account. I got you. Cash that back. I never have to come back and mention it again. Like the level of respect that we have in that relationship, I don't see them but two, three times a year. They're in Texas and North Carolina and Virginia. I only see them every so often, but that, 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 that's priceless. And I know as a friend, if something happens or I assume something or anything, I'm not going to automatically go towards betrayal. I want to talk to my friends. I want to have a conversation. I've never met these kids. I love her to death. I've never met her children. She has five kids. She doesn't look like it. The girl looks like a, a ninja. <laughs> she looks amazing. But she has five kids. And I love her. That is my friend. I just recently made another friend. I love her. That is my friend, right? I just recently chopped this heifer off the goddamn tree. I should set her ass on fire. He is not my friend. Not a bonfire. That's a sacrifice. I'm not admitting arson. She should be sacrificed. Like you, you like what? What if? What if I was? What if? I don't think people think about the consequences when they do things. They're like, you could put somebody in a position to get shot to get slapped up, to get beat up. Like, everybody is not stable. Like, we started off talking about this 18-year-old lunatic went into a school. We don't know what his mental state was. But either way, people, you you cannot run around touching people's situations, relationships, friendships, whatever. You cannot. It is not safe out here to be doing that. Definitely not. It's just not. It's not recommended. It's not. Like, some people are very, very brolic. They're not with it. They, They will come find you. They know where you live. It would drag you up and down that curved street across that speed bump. And call 911 to make sure you're okay. That's right. And threaten to come do it again. Oh, yeah. No, well, promise, because they will be back. You know? And, and they'll be back. Like, there's people out here like this, for real. People got to understand. So, you know. You know. Um, we had the Unhinged Podcast to not support bullying. We do not condone violence. <laughs> But we are not opposed to someone getting disciplined. Just want to make sure that point was clearly delivered. Because it's very important. Um, You know, you really just have to uh, you have to take things with a grain of salt. And when you when you truly Come to the conclusion, or you start to get this inkling that this person does not have, you know, your best intentions at heart the way you have for them. At that particular point, you don't even have to announce it. Separate yourself and stop sharing information. That's when you should stop. 
Or what you could do if you want to mm-hmm. solidify, if you if you want to further validate, you know, some of your thoughts or whatever the case may be, what you could do at that point is have some fun. Tell them some bullshit let, and, and, and let them run with it, right? Now, when they run with it, I like that, I like that, I like that. It, it usually makes its way back around. And by then, the story's been picked apart and told so many times and remixed and remastered mm-hmm. that it might not even be the same shit that you, that you told them in the first place. But it also mm-hmm. could get back to you. And if this story is just ridiculous enough and it does make its way back to you, well, you know exactly where it came from. So that would solidify mm-hmm. exactly what you were trying to find. And at that point, absolutely. that's how you catch a murderer. You feel me? That's how you cut him, cut him off and burn him down. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it, man. I mean, another day, another Careful problem. Get your relationships solved. out here, and yeah, vet your friends, vet these folks. Absolutely, okay? understand what a real friend is. Understand what a real friend. Is. Absolutely, right. I'm not tallying what I've done for you. I, if I'm your friend, I'm not tallying what I've done for you. I'm not tallying how many times I've shown up for you. I'm not tallying that stuff. I'm there. Just unapologetically, yep. I'm there. Just, just, just living. You're part of my life. You're my friend. I'm just living. That's it. Just do your best. That's it. Do your best to be mindful, and try not to put too much on someone's plate. Because if it were the other way around, it would probably stress you the fuck out. So, just be mindful. Or you could just let them know, hey, I just need the vent. Hear me out. Let me know if I sound crazy. But, you know, just let me, just give me two minutes so I can flow. You know what I mean? And, you know, you could take it from there. But, vet your friends. Keep your friends close. And keep your enemies closer to the bonfire. Get a Get damn code. Get a code, people. Get a code. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So, on that note, we're glad that we were able to share this uh, ten bits of knowledge with you. Take your neck to jump off. We out of here. <laughs>